0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to One Controller Port Podcast. This is episode 12 and it's been over three years. Wow, you might be saying to yourself, you might as well just start over. Do something new. But no, we're just gonna, just gonna keep going on this train. I think the last episode talked about like Resident Evil 6 when that came out. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna, we're gonna have a good time. Um, you might be wondering, like, why would you do this again? And, uh, honestly, this this might not even get posted. It depends. We'll see what happens. I might do another first episode 12 or something. But, um, really the reason for this is, uh, I am a lot better at writing than I am talking so sometimes i wish i would talk better so i figured this would probably be some pretty good practice it also would be some more consistent content um i'm gonna try to keep this as editless as possible (laughs) um the more work i have to put in to put this up the more likely it's just going to get pushed off uh because times are busy and i am lazy But I'm no longer in school, I graduated a couple years ago now, I think, so there should be time to some extent, time between being adult and working. Anyways, so uh, if you're unfamiliar with One Controller poor podcast, uh, it is a podcast with just me. There are a lot of, or maybe not a lot of consoles, there are consoles like the 3DO out there that had only one controller part, and you played video games by yourself, for the most part, there's a, like, like you can, like, daisy chain controllers together, uh, and then that would be your second player controller with, like, the one controller being plugged into another controller, so in that concept, I always say, oh, there will always be guests welcome on this show, but I should probably start this show again before I start trying to get guests on the show, so it's a pretty short thing, uh, mainly because it's just me, so I want to keep it, as brief as possible as I sit here and spend three minutes on just <laughs> reintroducing the thing. Um, as for the segments, it's it's going to be probably kind of inconsistent at what I end up talking about as I try to figure out a groove. It's probably not going to be anything super all-inclusive. You're not going to get an entire week's news out of me. We might talk about one news story or something if I have some particular thoughts on it and we'll probably talk about some games uh some games that interest me which generally aren't games that interest other people so hopefully you learn something if you decide to listen and we'll go from there um so i'm actually just going to start with news uh which we may not do this every time we'll see it seems a little a little uh Sudden to just talk about news, but I did want to talk about the Kingdom Hearts 3 delay, which I know uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a video game that supposedly exists still Um, and I'm actually kind of Um, or rather, the explanation for the delay. Um And I'm kind of happy with with how What they're planning on now. They gave a 2018 uh release window and the latest trailer and Considering Square Enix's track record over the last decade, um, specifically Nomura's, who's you know director—I'm actually not sure what his his job role is—but he's kind of at the head of the projects like Final Fantasy Thirteen versus or versus Thirteen before that transformed to Fifteen when Tabata took over. Um, But Nomura, who has been working on these games as kind of a lead, uh, has been taking quite a bit of time <laughs> to make these games um so it's kind of easy to blame nomura and i do it all the time you know i think about how tabata gets on a project and he gets it done and and at least you know two to three years and you know you have yoshi p who or naoki yoshida i guess i should use his real name uh who kind of revived final fantasy 14 and uh, i think like a two-year time period it's it, it's a pretty reasonable development cycles. Versus, like, 13 verses, which I was like 10 years? Over 10 years before it came out? It's it's pretty crazy. And then, then we go to Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm trying to remember when it was announced, but it's been at least, I'd say it's been at least 3 years, I'd have to double check on those dates, and there was a comment a while back where, like, we're going to release Kingdom Hearts 3, I think they said by 2020, or within the next 3 years, and it's like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I don't want to... <laughs> I'm not even a big Kingdom Hearts fan. I just kind of want Square Enix to get better about moving from project to project because it feels like we get so stagnant in these long, up-and-coming games that are just in development forever. But uh, it was interesting to hear his thoughts and saying that uh, he basically said that there were decisions on the management side that are keeping Kingdom Hearts 3 from getting completed, and then also there's the switch to Unreal Engine. Uh, originally, the game was on its... I think one of Square Enix's internal engines. Um so they they transfer that over and that put a delay on the game as well. Uh so I I guess I should give a little slack to Nomura, but after like a decade of delays between these two big games he's been working on, it's it's hard to feel super sympathetic. I will be very happy if After Kingdom Hearts 3. He can get back in a groove and, and you know start releasing games frequently ish. I mean, you don't need you don't even have a two year development time each time, but um, so we're not sitting here for half a decade or more waiting for a game to come out from its initial you know announcement trailer. Um, so I I think we will only really do one news story per per podcast probably, but I did kind of want to mention that uh, Windjammers is coming out on August 29th and Windjammer's is actually is a pretty cool like I would almost describe it like extreme pong you guys you throw these flying discs back and forth between one player and another and you have these goals on your skirt are on your side um and where they where a player hits in that goal will will give you more points um it's a lot of like dashing around and having special throwing skills and such it's it's a pretty neat game um, I used highly suggest you go look it up. It's pretty intense. Um, but as far as I know, the only official Windjammers release have been on... I think there's a the Neo Geo version and that's it. Oh, there's a, a Wii Virtual Console version that came out in Japan. Um, that, was, that was a port of the Neo Geo version. Um, and I believe that actually got pulled down. But I think this is the first worldwide release of Windjammers since the Neo Geo days. So... I'm pretty excited for it. I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but apparently it's coming out. I believe it's August 29th. Let me let me double check that date real quick. August 29th. PlayStation 4 and the Vita. And Vita. Ooh. So check that out. Check that out. Um one thing I've I've kind of taken interest in, I don't remember how much, like three and a half years ago I was interested in this kind of stuff. Is uh Japanese games that generally just don't get a lot of coverage in, you know, the Western markets. You have the big companies like Square Enix, and then you have companies like NIS America and, you know, Idea Factory who make these more um, niche uh, JRPGs and stuff um, around. And so, a lot of that stuff gets covered pretty well here. You know, sites like Silicon kind of focus on it. Um, one thing that I don't really see a ton of coverage for though is usually Japanese arcade games for a good reason of that they're just not really accessible here and then there's like uh mobile games and the reason for that is probably because there are so many (laughs) and a and if they don't come out here people in the West don't really know about them but I do kind of keep an eye there's a there's a pretty great site called Senpai Gamer. I should take back the word pretty great. It is a, a reasonable site that gives you a decent amount of information. <laughs> um, often fairly poorly written, but that's okay. Uh, about Japanese games that may not necessarily be relevant in the, to the West. Um, so one one game I did want to talk about was a, a kid's card game called uh, Oreka. Um, it's a RPG uh battle game basically so you get these three monster cards and um you put them into the or you scan them in the uh arcade machine and then uh that makes up your party and so every turn you have you have like a roulette wheel of skills and you hit the button and you have to stop the uh, roulette wheel on a certain command and that command can be you know a normal attack it can lead into another list so if you like a a special skill button you hit um it will bring up another list of attacks you can do and list out those and you have to hit the button again and then you can also just miss and things like that um it's got a a pretty cartoony style to it um the 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 actual arcade machine setup is it has uh, two buttons one for each player because you can do verses, so you'll do three on three um and then there's also a lever in the middle of the uh system or the arcade machine. And um I'm actually blanking on what that lever does, which is probably pretty bad since I was sitting here explaining it. Probably should have watched a video to remind myself what's going on here. <laughs> um, um but there's a lever in the middle. Ah I can't remember. Well that lever will just be a mystery. You go look up stuff and find out for yourself what that lever does. But there's a lever in the middle. I think it might be for like pulling cards and things like that. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the main control devices seems to be the two buttons, though, um, and it's really just hitting it at once to, to make that choice, or not really make a choice, but like to end the roulette wheel and uh, have an attack. There is one other um, special skill where you basically have to hit both buttons rapidly to uh, unlock higher-level skills, Um and it's just it's just got a really nice cute kind of cel-shaded looking style. Uh it's a Konami game, so there's some the crossovers, there's Castlevania characters in there sometimes, and they have their own unique characters. Uh and I and a lot like a lot of uh Japanese kids arcade games. Um it, it has cards and you know you can collect and trade them between uh other players. I think there's actually like uh some competitions and stuff like that. I actually found out about the game through a uh, TV show, or a uh, YouTube show that uh, Konami was doing, where they have a guy dressed up like a knight, and then uh, a girl that was dressed up like one of the other characters at one point. It was like a uh, aqua-ish looking girl with like a big blue hat, Uh, but then they eventually switched her to like a succubus lady or something, I guess, when she left the company or something. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's pretty cute, so I, I would definitely go look it up, I'll probably link it. Uh, somewhere in in the post for this, uh, but it's called Oreka, so go go look at that and enjoy. Um, so finally, uh, if you followed me a couple years back, I was doing a Tumblr series that was basically a <laughs> basically I would use backloggery.com to randomize or randomly pick a game in my collection or take pictures of that game in its box, and then also write about the game. Um, and so I kind of wanted to adapt that to here, since it's that's a, a part of the... or something I was doing that I kind of stopped doing after a while, just because the <laughs> the time commitment to it ended up being so long, uh, once I started getting more and more in-depth with the articles. So basically what I'm going to do here, and we're, gonna, we're just going to try this this way this time, it might not work out great is um I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna go to backloggery.com you're gonna come with me. Alright, I should have opened this beforehand. Go to backloggery.com and I need to log in still, whoops. And I have my my list of let's see how many games are here, 849 total games. Um, I probably have more than that I'm just I haven't added them. I know about like EDF on on Vita, and I haven't added that to this list yet. And I also got of Generations uh, from a friend for my birthday, so thank you, Anthony. Um, You'll probably never hear this, but that's okay. So, basically, I'm going to check all the games in my collection, and then it's going to randomly pick one, and we're going to talk about it a little bit. And hopefully it's something I've played. Grim Fandango Remastered for PlayStation Vita. That's something I haven't played, but there is one thing I can say about that. Um, Grim Fandango is a game that's surprisingly been in my life a long time. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, we, I played quite a bit of PC games. I actually didn't have a console till Nintendo 64, so I always played PC games leading up until then. Um, my, my father's always been more of a, a, a PC gamer. Or used to be. Uh, now he's he's more on the console side, just because the upkeep of keeping a PC upgraded is is pretty costly. Um, but uh, one game that I never really understood, or never really even, I guess I was curious about it, but I never looked into it. Was Grim Fandango. We had like this big tall uh, case of games, uh, CD cases with games in them. I would sit there and I'd always pull it out and I'd see it and there's, you know, uh, Manny, the main character from Grim Fandango on the case I think with uh, one of the his like love lady, with a little hat on or something, and I just didn't understand what it was and I think at the time as a kid I was just like this looks very odd, um, but over time uh, I had found out more about it and. Um, I'm a a big fan of older voice acting. I I like cheesy voice acting too, but there's also games that have, uh, I would say for the time, really good voice acting. Uh, Something like Snatcher. I think you could probably nitpick at Snatcher if you wanted to, but considering the environment around it at the time, voice acting then is pretty good. Um, And I'd say Grim Fandango is, is very similar. It's got a very distinct style to it. Everything's themed after Day of the Dead uh i believe that's what it's called hopefully (laughs) and and you have these like skeletons walking around that are people and they just you know are a bunch of like stereotypes and have accents and stuff like that and uh, there there's mentions to them being skeletons but it's not really the point of the game at times from what i have seen it's been very um just very everyone's very human i guess a skeleton is a human thing as is but um it's 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 got a, a style and a dedication to its characters that i've i've always been very curious about and i, I purchased it on playstation vita uh, a while ago because um it came out and I, I don't know if it was on sale when it came out or what but i did want to pick it up just because um I kind of wanted to support it at the time because I'm a big fan of remasters, uh, especially when you get games that are pretty old. I was recently talking about like 32 and 64 bit games that I would love to be running at ri- higher re- resolutions. Um, I, I get a little confused by indie developers who make low polygon games but then also go, oh yeah, let's do a low resolution too. To me, low resolution was always kind of the bad thing about that generation. But I can understand people feeling nostalgic about giant pixels and 3D games and not being able to tell what shit is. So I'm sorry, I cursed. I don't know if this is going to be explicit or not. We'll see. (laughs) Anyways, so unfortunately I haven't spent too much time in Grim Fandango. I've only played maybe the first like uh, 30 minutes or so. Uh, I need to sit down and play it. I kind of fell off of point and click adventure games for a while. I really love Tales of Monkey Island and spent a lot of time through all the, uh, five episodes for that that's the one by telltale games so it's a pretty late entry in the series i think the latest entry i don't think there are any more after that um and i bought a bunch of point click adventure games and then never actually played them (laughs) so except for indiana jones and the last crusade which was very confusing and difficult for me i got to like a nazi castle and i just couldn't couldn't get any further and i'm sure that save file's gone at this point that was years and years ago that i i had tried to buy that on steam and play it so All right, well, that's going to be the end of this show. Uh, 20 minutes is pretty decent for me, I think. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I don't really know what kind of editing is going to be in here. We may or may not have music. I don't think I'm going to put anything in between segments. Uh, The less I have to edit this, the better and easier it is for me to finish it up and just get it out there. I, I have other projects I'd rather be working on in terms of writing. And while I haven't pushed anything out recently... Um, I can guarantee you there is stuff that I have done and nearly done and in the process of being done Uh, and I think the important thing is going forward is that I don't just focus on one project at a time Uh, I think I need to diversify keep keep a flow of projects before I publish something I want to get something else started even though I haven't published you know two of my projects that are almost finished I want to I want to keep something that's more consistent and that I don't get so focused and intertwined in in an article. Near Automata, that article almost killed me. Um, I spent so much time on it and so much energy into rewriting it over and over and over again. And that's not bad spending that time on it, but I think I needed to take a break and work on other projects rather than just invest myself in that for, I think it was like a month. I... I had very strong feelings about Nier Automata that were very unpopular, um, but I'll let you go read that article if you want to, I'll link it if you want it here, I'll just put it right in the description just for you, there you go, Nier Automata, it's, it's not a bad game, but it misses the point of Nier, <laughs> in my opinion, so I'll go ahead and leave you with that, that bad taste in your mouth, <laughs> um and uh we'll go forward from there so thanks for listening uh i'm gonna i make absolutely no guarantees but i'm gonna try to get this thing out every week If not every two weeks i think every week is a good goal especially since if i do very minimal editing it's really gonna be like 30 minutes of my time to get this thing going i hope so all right you guys have a good day bye